Well, hello. Welcome to Be Make Do, a Soul Makers podcast, where we talk about what it takes to pursue your calling as a culture maker with spiritual wholeness and creative freedom. I'm your host, Lisa Smith, and it's my passion to encourage and inspire you to become who you were created to be, make what you were created to make, and do what you were created to do. And today, Dan ABH, our producer, is joining us so we can talk about Be Make Do. Yes, we can. Yay! So we talked in an earlier episode about how we are thinking about calling all wrong because we're usually focused on what we do, what role we play, what job or career or mission we have. But especially for artists, this can leave you feeling disjointed and unfulfilled because what you do often changes. And I think artists are really familiar with that. I mean, things change all the time and labels don't usually fit fit us. You don't fit into one category. And, and also just process is such a huge piece of the artist's call. So to just focus on that one thing you do is, is a little too limiting. At Soulmakers, we talk about this idea of calling in a threefold way, be, make, and do. And really, it's all about creating structures and frameworks so that you're able to become who you are created to be and make what you are created to make and do what you were created to do. In our next series of episodes, we're going to explore each of these three aspects of call. And then later in the podcast, we'll start diving deeper and help you put structures in place to live out your call with freedom and wholeness. In this episode, we're going to start with B, becoming who God created you to be. This is the foundation of call on which everything else is built. Now, becoming who you were created to be takes work. In fact, that's one of the ways that we mean making in the word soul making or being a maker in the soul makers. It's that we are the making of our soul requires developing a disciplined self-knowledge, a commitment to core spiritual practices, and developing empowering relationships to people, places, and things. That's the foundation that we have to develop. So we just introduced the first of the three of the seven principles that undergird the Soulmaker's training. Now, that doesn't really sound like what people are normally talking about when they're talking about calling. Usually it's about where do you go to work every day or that big thing coming up or the mission that you're on. But these things, your identity, your habits, and your relationships, that's the fundamental universal call for all people. Everyone is called to fullness in these things. And you may not think about it uh, those immediately when we're talking about calling, but I bet you're familiar with the concept of that kind of depth and preparation. Like we see that even in pop culture. If you think about superheroes like uh, like the Batman movies, he goes off to live with some monks and learn how to master his mind and body and craft before he can come back and save Gotham. And that's that's a pretty classical idea. So we're not saying uh, that we're we're superheroes or monks, that's, but it does correlate this 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 idea that really your be is your character. It's who you are, what you believe and know about the world, or about who created you and for what purpose. And if that piece of us isn't secure then it doesn't really matter what you want to do or how skilled you are because that supports everything else and is ultimately going to determine your direction. 
It's the foundation of calling, as I said. Okay, so becoming who you were created to be requires first this having a disciplined self-knowledge because that's what kind of keeps you on course. It gives you accountability. And for us as Christians, we learn to understand our story in the context of God's larger story. And that's where we come to understand our identity as rooted in this way of Jesus. And that's, that is ultimately what that disciplined self-knowledge is, is understanding ourselves and our story in the context of God's larger story. And then that leads us into the second principle, which is having a commitment to core spiritual practices. And these habits or disciplines or um, daily rituals, parts of our lives, train us to, to think differently, to think more deeply, to love more fully, and to act and move in the world more freely, I think. So, you know, this should really, I think, be easy to consider as artists because we all know practicing our craft is the foundation for anything that we do. So it's the same thing in our spiritual lives, having these regular practices that develop us in our our spiritual life. Like, for me, I I would say, well, okay, how how about you? When you were first learning drums, how much did you practice? Not not a lot when oh, I really? first started, but but I once I knew I wanted to be a drummer, then I did. Right when I when I wanted to be a drummer, <laughs> um, because I got thrown into it because I needed to do it for a record that I was recording um, many 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 years ago. Um, it sort of forced me to. It made me want to be a drummer. So then after that, then I started to practice a lot because I felt like after I heard myself, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good for being self-taught, but I only know how to drum this way. So how do I, how do I um, become better? How do I become, yeah. And so then you started practicing, you start practicing a lot. And now I practice more than I ever have before. And I think that's because I can see the payoff Mm-hmm. I can see the and, and not and I don't mean the payoff as in like I get anything out of it, but I can see the growth from where I was, you know, 10, 10, 11 years ago as a self-taught a guitar player turned drummer mm-hmm. on accident. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is with anything. And we, we talk about the spiritual life through the um, through the lens of improvisation as well. And it's it's that same thing. Like to improvise for you to be able to show up and play the best you can requires all of these hours and hours of practice and improvisation in any arena is the same thing. You don't just magically come up with stuff. It's the culmination of all that work that's gone before. Mm-hmm. You have to have that solid craft. Yeah. And then when you do perform, it's and, and especially if if you know, you've seen me play live before, how into it I am, how mm-hmm. happy. Like I yeah. really leave, I leave this practice space and I leave um, everything else behind. And when I'm performing and specifically in front of an audience, I look so thrilled because I am thrilled. Um, maybe in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm playing so good because of all that practice I did. <laughs> but 
Uh, but yeah, you, you, you're you not thinking about that because it's ingrained because you it's did done. that in the daily practice yes. piece. That's exactly it. So we get that from the standpoint of artistic craft. And at Soul Makers, what we, we call this commitment to spiritual practices, soul craft. It's the same thing. We're participating in the renewing of our minds and our habits to experience that fullness of life in Christ. So we can show up in that same way of just like the joy of being in the moment and not thinking about even ethical decisions in the moment because we've taken the time to do the effort to cultivate the character that shows up in who we are as well. So all of this, these spiritual practices, these habits are what grounds us and ultimately give our everyday lives meaning and purpose regardless of our circumstances. So regardless of what we happen to be doing at any given time, uh, we can feel that joy and freedom within our circumstances because there's an order and a wisdom as we're following in this way of Jesus. And of course, that's the lifelong training of a disciple, just like practicing playing the drums is a lifelong practice to continue to grow and develop. And it's really cool, actually, I think, for an artist because this idea of soul craft can really integrate easily, I think, with our creative process as well, because there's so many, I think, pieces of our creative process and our creative craft that lend themselves to um, thinking and experiencing our spiritual lives as well. So, okay, so that's the first two principles within B. The third one is becoming who you were created to be requires empowering relationships. And this one has been a steep learning curve for me personally. <laughs> this one has been really, really difficult actually. And I, I think it takes a lot of attention to the areas of our lives that need healing and then the cultivation of healthy, empowering, what I'd say are 360 relationships. So like people who can mentor us, people we can mentor, and then peers who we can just kind of share, share the experience with. And then obviously, well, maybe not obviously, curating our environments to serve as frameworks that can, again, help us become who we're created to be and not fight against us. So it's it's curating our relationships to people, places, and things so that they are helping us become who we were created to be as opposed to taking us away from it. And that's something that you are really good at, Dan. Like relationships is kind of like when I think of you, I think of relationships. That's a. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I, I it's very, it, for me, for my foundation, it is extremely important to have good, healthy relationships. And, um, and also with all the practice of bad relationships, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, and, but that's how you, you teach yourself about boundaries and you mm -hmm. teach yourself of like, is this a good, is this a good match? Yeah. Am I, am I a good match for this person? Are they a good match for me? And to even the concept, the, the con, the concept that's hard for you. But I also just want to say, I love that it's your philosophy that you still put it in there because you know, like, yeah. yes. Yeah, because we've experienced, I mean, we've we've all experienced those circumstances where the people that you're surrounding yourself with are, are not helping you grow in good ways. Yes. Or maybe you're not helping somebody else grow in a good way. You know, those are, it really does affect you who you're surrounding yourself and right. with and 
how they're feeding you. Yeah. Okay. So that last bit, though, I think that is a little bit a little bit new. Might be a little bit of a surprise. The idea of our relationship with our environments and seeing that as a relationship. So when I'm talking about environments, I'm talking about the physical environment, your your actual physical spaces, your home, whatever, but also the virtual and media environments. Those are really important relationships. We're talking about my phone. Like we all have really intimate relationships with our phones. These are um, important parts of our lives. So they need to be carefully attended to and I believe curated to think intentionally about these healthy, empowering relationships to people, environments, and things that is what's going to help sustain us over a long period of time, over the course of a career. And also, again, serve as a structure to remind us of who we are and who we want to be. I've seen it time and time again, uh, whether it's actual people or the things that you watch or the things that you listen to, when people are surrounded by things that are encouraging or you're around people who are constantly achieving their goals or who are um, do have those commitments to spiritual practices that you tend to be the same way without necessarily trying. So it's about making it easier to become who we were created to be as opposed to having to fight our environment to do that. So when we think about all that, that's all that's all be become who you're created to be. Yeah. And it's it's not simple. Exactly. It's not simple. It ta- it's a discipline, you know. So. Right. That's it. Yeah, so that's great. I mean, if you you feel like that's a lot to work on, <laughs> I'm just going to focus on become who you're created to be. That's perfect. Because that that really is the main work of any calling for anyone, not just artists, but for anyone. We all share that and it's like I said, the foundation. If we're committed to this becoming, then we'll be in a great place for the rest. So we're going to keep going with this overview of Be, Make, Do in upcoming episodes, but we're also going to intersperse some great conversations with artists, ministry leaders, and friends so we can get their perspective on the artist calling and learn how they are living out Be, Make, Do in their lives and work. So who's up in our next episode, Dan? Lisa, we will have artist and pastor Mandy Smith joining us all the way from Australia. Australia. I think it's like 11 or 12 hours ahead of us. Is it ahead? Or behind. I don't know. It's 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 it'll, something. It's 11 or 12 hours behind or ahead of us. Right. So either way, if we're going to talk to her at 4 o'clock, it's probably 5 a.m. her right. time. Oh, well, I'm so excited to talk to her and I'm so grateful that she's making that time. And we also, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think about this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And that is all for now. Until next time, keep becoming who you were created to be, making what you were created to make, and doing what you were created to do. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Be, Make, Do, a Soul Makers podcast. We hope you enjoyed our overview of becoming who you were created to be. If you want more, join us next time when we chat with artist and pastor Mandy Smith and hear how she's learned to embrace herself as a contemplative leader, her artist superpowers, and lessons learned from a risky cheese chasing competition. And as I was like hesitantly packing up my whole life, 
saying goodbye to everybody I knew. I felt the Lord say, just, if you're going to die anyway, why not do it with flair? As always, you can head over to soulmakers.org to sign up to our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes.